This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.39 and it's time for Today on Twitter, where it's a conversation about the kind of tourists you'd rather not welcome. We're talking about this on the eve of the anniversary of our borders reopening. So, so oh, it, seems, that's true. it seems like a timely moment to discuss it. So this actually comes by way of the New York Times, who tweeted an, one of their own articles. Uh, this is the tweet. The next time a British man between 18 and 35 types search terms like pub crawl Amsterdam, looking for a cheap trip to the Dutch capital for himself and his friends, he may see an unusual advertisement from the city stay away. And this is a reference, I think, to the fact that, well, if you're a, a person um, at a certain age going to a city for a certain type of holiday, that in fact, it may not be beneficial to the city. Not everybody wants to welcome people who are going to be disorderly or rowdy or make others feel unsafe. Um, I, I know that this is not representative of all British men aged between 18 and 35, you may in fact only be looking for places to eat or Museums, hang out. Museums, a yeah, quiet but, park to cycle in. Yes, but <laughs> I think it's interesting that it's tied to search terms and it does open up a broader question about how, of course, tourism is important. Of course, we all want as many people as possible to visit Malaysia. But I say that knowing that in other countries and in other cities that they do employ limitations similar to this one, right? I'm thinking of places like Kyoto, where you have people, uh, locals actively saying, actually, the amount of tourists we get is too much. Um, you know, the people trying to document us while we just do our daily shop is unwelcome and we don't want them here or we don't want as many of them here. So I think that it's an interesting, it's an interesting step in the yeah, um, please come, but, you know, please come and don't be disorderly or don't do certain things. So I thought of Bali when I read about this particular move by the city of Amsterdam. Um, and because of its proximity to Australia and because of the huge difference in terms of um, economic uh, economic potential and the, the difference in currency and how Bali has kind of become a party holiday destination for a lot of young people in Australia and how similarly when, when I was there, I remember a lot of locals <clears throat> talking about, mm, yes, it's great that it brings in money, but on the other hand, hand, it does create a certain kind of uh, disruption for us and a certain kind of um, vibe that maybe not everybody would enjoy. And I think um, even from the tourism perspective, sometimes certain types of tourists then drive away other tourists as well, because um, then a place becomes known for being perhaps loud or unsafe or a whole lot of things. Um, I by no means want to say that this only has to do with you know, enjoying partying. I think there are lots of other things, like you said, um, incessant photo taking of locals, which can be quite disruptive, I think. Um, I personally was thinking about how big bus tours and big group tours can be difficult or disruptive in particular kinds of spaces, spaces that can't accommodate too much foot traffic all at once, um, where too much noise can often be disruptive. And, and I've often thought about how I don't know whether there have been tourist destinations that have limited these, um, but I've often thought about how perhaps some need to or at least stagger the number of big groups that you allow to come in. 
heritage cities in particular yes. because the the beauty of a heritage city often lies in the the narrow streets in the fact that it hasn't developed into some mega high-rise highway centric place but that of course also means that you are trying to stuff 50 people from a bus into a restaurant that can accommodate exactly 50 people or you know just a little bit more and I think it can be tough uh, I was thinking along the lines of people who travel for content and I know that that's a very loose term and a very wide net but I think that we've all experienced that moment where you're trying to look at something in a museum and you're blocked by somebody who's doing a walk by like like someone yes. who's just slowly walking past and pretending not to notice the person who's also slowly recording them, thereby blocking more people. And you see this phenomenon all sorts of places, right? Whether it's restaurants, whether it's uh, cultural centres, just anywhere. And and I find it to be kind of disruptive and often almost um, disrespectful towards the location or towards others who may be there for very specific reasons. I remember going to a an art exhibition and where there was a group of people of about eight friends who each wanted an Instagram reel shot in a particular way in front of the artwork. And therefore, everybody else who wanted to not just not just look at the artwork, but read the description, had, yes. to wait, had to wait a good 30 minutes as each person did their individual reel. And at some point, you're just like, when does this become not okay? When does the perhaps the museum need to step in and say, you're actually being disruptive? So, well, I think disruptive is the key word here because while we began with the notion of well, intoxicated British men uh, of a certain age not being welcomed in Amsterdam anymore. I think what we're finding and what we're discussing is that there are multiple ways to be disruptive mm. and multiple ways to be an ugly traveller. So, yeah. So, we do want to hear from you. What do you think? Are there certain kinds of tourists that you don't enjoy spending time with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We'll be back after this for your messages. So, keep it here. BFM 89.9. Before Friday materialises, BFM 89.9. It is 5.50. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. On today on Twitter, we've been talking about tourists that maybe we don't like quite as much. Um, essentially, this started from a um, an attempt from the city of Amsterdam to restrict particular kinds of travellers. In this case, um, according to the article in, New York, in the New York Times, Men between the age of 18 and 35 from the UK um, who are after things like pub crawls and partying, um, apparently um, when they search for these terms online are given um, advertisements that say things like stay away. Um, and so that got us talking about the sorts of tourists that perhaps aren't always the most pleasant to be around in particular places. We'd like to hear from you. What do you think? Are there certain kinds of tourists that you don't enjoy spending time with? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have a voice note that's coming. This is from Roberto. Okay, I feel weird. And let me explain to you why. Because I'm from Mexico. And the only thing that people know, unfortunately, about Mexico, apart from the beach and chilies, is narcos. So is any country going to limit the visit of Mexicans to their countries because of the stereotyping that is 
around, I think it's complicated. I, I'm not saying that it's easy, the, the comment or limitation, but what Malaysia is doing, for instance, I haven't heard any rowdy situation that is happening any happening or ha happening in any place in Malaysia. So why? Probably because uh, the restrictions or the the law that says the stamping at the in the passport uh, of the death penalty if you are caught with some drugs. I mean, let's let's face the point and let's analyze the situation. Bali and Amsterdam are places that allow that kind of uh, substances to be ingested by people who are visiting them. So I think that is what we need to look into. Uh, what are the kind of products or services that are being offered in those cities that will attract that particular kind of tourist? I'm just thinking out loud. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, Roberto. Um, we actually didn't specifically speak about um, perceptions that people have of particular cities from pop culture um, and how then that country or city might in fact suffer with certain kinds of tourists coming and expecting that vibe. Yes, that's true. And that's on the other side of things. Although I will um, say that in this case, I suspect that it has more to do with uh, who gets arrested or more to do with how many complaints get made. Because I think if you if you look at the, again, the specificity of the people that we're talking about, it's likely got to do with actual, if not outright crime, um, then reported disruptions. But I think that the other part of it, the mention of substances, uh, is is interesting because when I think about visiting Amsterdam, for instance, um, I, I had no interest whatsoever in the, the stuff that you're referring to, Roberto. I was really thrilled to uh, go to the Van Gogh Museum and I was really excited to, to walk along the streets and, you know, things like that. And so I think the question is therefore related to something that you mentioned earlier, Sharmila, which is at what point does a certain type of tourist becoming prevalent in your area uh, kind of drive other people away or make other people less inclined to visit? So, um, as an interesting point that Theo is making, actually, which came up even in the tweets in response to the New York Times article, uh, saying, if you think carefully, this is basically discrimination. Um, and that is an interesting point, uh, which I get the point that's being made, that perhaps we shouldn't gatekeep who comes where. But I think then also about locals and how essentially a tourist or a traveller is actually going to someone else's space. So the discriminatory point is fair to a degree, I guess. And I, I think the question, firstly, just to say that um, in case it's not clear, you can still buy a ticket, you can still book hotels, you can still visit Amsterdam. Um, they are just telling you, if this is all you're interested in, maybe we're not interested in it's you. It's an ad campaign, I, almost Correct. like a reverse tourism campaign. Correct. So, which is not the same thing as saying that you are banned from coming here, which I would call outright discrimination. And if that were the case, this conversation would be different. Um, I think that the discriminatory point is also... It's, yeah, I think for me, it comes down to the fact that you're not actually kept out of places. Yes, no, um, I agree. I think that um, essentially this is a, to me, um, having seen examples of the pop-ups, um, it's a almost tongue-in-cheek way of telling people, behave a bit, behave a bit. We don't want you to come here expecting that this is all you are going to do. Um, and perhaps that's okay, because... 
I think the other thing is, of course, places like Amsterdam have no dearth of tourists coming. Um, so I think they are also in a position to be able to maybe want to shift the way people think about the city. Munif says... Munif says, tourists who get all cheesed off with our glorious rainy weather when they're the ones who came here without researching the seasons. Interesting. Kind of fair. Um, <laughs> especially if you're going to say there's nothing to do now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sit inside, enjoy the cool weather, um, order local food. Can what? There's a lot of stuff to do, but also we have our our seasons are not that complex. Um, if you fail to understand that there are two seasons and that there's one in which it might better suit your needs, then I don't know what to say to you. Keep those thoughts coming if you'd like to weigh in on uh, whether there are certain kinds of tourists that you don't enjoy spending time with. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Meezy has a message that I think is uh, is going to strike home for many. Meezy says, in addition, in addition to the points raised about unwelcome tourists are those who loudly boast about how <laughs> their country is better than the one they're visiting. It's normal to have preferences, but don't step on the toes of the people whose homeland you're standing on. Nobody likes a complaining guest. After all, when one travels, we want to experience new things. Otherwise, stay at home. That is good advice. <laughs> that is good advice. Uh, anyway, keep those thoughts coming. You can call us. You can send us a voice note. You can WhatsApp us. You can tweet us. Keep it here. BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.